0: Wake up. It's the morning invasion. darn it. Welcome to it. It's Wednesday, my dudes. Coming up, eight thirty. Pastor Jason Mills. He'll bring in some nerd talk. And is Ghostbusters two gonna happen? Hmm. You know, from that really terrible female version of Ghostbusters that Steve O loves. We'll find out. And coming up at nine, we are going to talk about breaking the silence. Our friend Wen will be joining us from Breaking the Silence. Coming up at nine. Mm. All right. So yesterday, we watched this uh, this video. Gillette, they put out a new commercial that addresses toxic. Masculinity. So, if you haven't seen it, um, this is this is this is the commercial in a nutshell. It's basically a response to the hashtag Me Too movement, and in the commercial, it asks men to shave their toxic masculinity. Okay, it's filled with clips of men and boys misbehaving in ways that are no longer accepted. So, you know, um, sexual harassment, bullying mansplaining. Uh, then they go back to those scenes and have men step up and change that behavior. Uh, there's, there's uh, even a clip of Terry Cruz testifying before the Senate saying men need to hold other men accountable. And it also reframes Gillette's classic line, the best a man can get by asking quote, is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on. Far too long. We can't laugh it off. So it's pretty divided. And I went to the YouTube video to see, and it's got like 11 million views. Right. And I'm looking at the like and dislike button. Look at Whoa! that. So we're sitting there watching this this video, this new commercial. And uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to give our opinion until the Starmie chimes in. Yeah. Because I want to to see what they have to say about it. Absolutely. So chime in, 505-338-3700. We'd love if you'd call us and uh, and talk to us about the video and how you felt after you watched it. Um, You can text in as well. What's the live line number?
1: 505-585-LIVE. That's 505-585-5483. Remember this army said, I just watched that Gillette commercial, and I don't know if I'm missing something, but I like it. Okay, Okay. I would like to ask if you text into the live line will you, when you tell us your thoughts on it, please tell us if you are male or female.
0: Oh, that's a good call, yeah.
1: I'd like to know that. Because I don't know if that was a, a male or a female saying, I liked it. Because yeah, it's, it's interestingly divided. People are chiming in. Let's see. <clears throat> Our boy. Marv the Bass, also known as Trucker man. Trucker man? I'm going to call him trucker man from now on. I just made that up. Trucker man? Okay, trucker man. So I just watched the Gillette ad, and I think this so-called ta- toxic masculinity isn't reserved to just men. Women are also accountable in many of these issues highlighted in this ad. Okay. Alicia says, I don't want to give my opinion because you'll make me call in. Um, Man. RG says, just watched the Gillette commercial. Love it. Made me want to cry. Keeping boys to be men, but through love and not hate. If only we listen to the truth of the Bible, men. Okay. Um, Let's see. I'm, I'm going back because Paul had some thoughts earlier, and I'm like, oh, there we go. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sick of this toxic masculinity garbage. There's nothing wrong with being a masculine, manly man. A man doesn't beat his wife or kids. A man treats women with respect. Any man that does not do that is anything but masculine. I have several words for that type of man, none of which would contain masculine and Thieb says vermin is the word you're looking for, Paul. And Keeping isn't it G for radio? So
0: isn't that kind of what the uh, the video is about? Exactly what Paul's saying because there was kind some of. old school clips of like old fifties right. like television where the man was touching a woman inappropriately and making the woman feel uncomfortable, or there was a scene where they were um, at work and they were all in a conference room uh, full of men, but then there was a woman and the the boss like put his hand on the woman's shoulder, and 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 she just kind of felt uncomfortable. Um, so it's kind of bringing to the attention of man. There's there's a lot of sexual harassment that's been going on in the workplace from men, but you know what? Also, men is or women as well. And I think isn't that what's triggering people is that um, a lot of men are going, hey, well, what about the women? Well, yeah, that's
1: the, uh, an interesting thought. Uh, somebody said. You know, we're talking about how, it, like, removing mansplaining, but one said, well, Gillette is just planning to men. It's hypocritical because it feels like it's a woman's perspective. Right. Okay. Uh, by the way, the person that said, I watched the Gillette commercial. I don't know if I'm missing something, but I really liked it. Female. Okay. okay, okay. Uh, chime back in. Um, <laughs> somebody said, I think more people are mad because why are razors political? Right. So it's taking over everything. Like, we see this.
0: Yeah. Well, okay, the classic line from Gillette is the best a man can get. That's, that's, the, that, that's it right there. That's their big tagline. Yeah. The best a man can get. So taking that quote right there. Yeah. And now they're using that to address the hashtag Me Too movement. Yeah. I get it. I understand it. But some people are triggered and feel like it's making men, of course, look like we're we're terrible. We're we're all sexual predators.
1: Thebes says I watched the commercial and actually think there's anything wrong with it. People are making all the hype up. Um and then the lifted RG did say the social justice warrior scene is creeping up on everything, right? It mm-hmm. it took the news, it's taken movies, video games, Every we're seeing the side effects everywhere. Um Paul said Kim really liked the commercial. She was literally in tears. No. Um, man, I'm split, honestly. I didn't see anything wrong with the commercial. like we watched the commercial mm-hmm. and I get the idea of saying we as men have a job to do, but I think it can be harmful. I have three sons. I am a man. I, I father these three boys and I watch this commercial and I'm going, yeah. Yeah, we shouldn't stand by and watch people get bullied. You and I have talked about bullying so many times. Right. Like, we are called, not just as men, as Christians as well. We are called to care for those who can't care for themselves, to stand up, to protect those who who can't protect themselves. So I understand that aspect. But I also understand why some are angry with it because they believe that it's pigeonholing all men because the idea that if you are masculine, it's toxic. Mm. Somebody had a great thought that um, that they, they read that uh, toxic masculinity is bad, but not all masculinity is toxic. And right, I like yeah,
0: that. That's good. Yeah, and I think, Paul, you nailed it because that whole masculinity thing— like, what is that? What yeah. does it mean to be masculine? Yeah. that That's what we need to address. And looking at the YouTube video from uh, Gillette, because they it's like 11 million views. And if you look at the like and dislike buttons. It's crazy. Yeah. So 247,000 people liked the video. That's a lot. But then you look at the dislike button and 626,000 people disliked the video. And there's no
1: way it's like old retired Fox News watchers because they don't get on
0: YouTube. Yeah, and they don't like or dislike things, right?
1: <laughs> Somebody said, I like the commercial and I'm a male. I feel like there wasn't anything controversial. Somebody else said, I love it. Almost brought me to tears. Male. Uh, it's not the first time a major company has weighed in on a social or cultural issue. Nike with the Kaepernick thing. But yeah, it does feel a bit condescending. I'm a dude.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, yeah. I just watched the commercial. It appears to be a call for men to rise above and be the best we can be. Mm. I like that.
0: Yeah, Steve and I, after we watched the video, we both kind of were, were sitting there, uh, not not in tears, but we were like, man, that was awesome. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I think the message is is on point. Now, what does it say? And I'm just asking the question. I don't know. What does it say about you if you're a man watching that video and you feel, and you're triggered by it, and you feel... That they are making Attacking you, the yeah. The man. Like, does that say something about? Well, no. As a man, I I to... do understand
1: that. Yeah. Because I'm a father and a husband and I'm a man. But and I but I, you didn't feel that way watching the video, did you? I somewhat I understand only because like I love grilling, right? Yeah. And it's like it's this dad who's on the grill just watching these kids fight like, yeah, and then it's like this row of like a million dudes all just like, boys will be boys, and I'm like, yeah. There's this weird stereotype that men are all like this, Mm -hmm. and so I don't like that. I did like that it was like, there was the one guy that, that like, with his son went to the rescue to, like, pull the kids off of each other. But it seemed like, here's the majority of what men are like, and here's the one exception. And I'm mm. like, I don't agree with that. Yeah, I think there are a lot of incredible men. I know some amazing fathers and some amazing husbands in my life who have helped me grow as a husband and father. And so I, I understand how some could take it as, like, in attack because they believe that they're pigeonholing all dudes. I loved it. I mean, we watched the commercial and I was like, dude, I I think we need more men to step up and we and to to fight for those who can't help themselves, yeah. to to protect our children
0: and to show them how men should act. I'm watching the video. I didn't see or I didn't feel like it was painting every man in that light. I just I what I saw and heard was there are a lot of dads and men out there that yeah. act that way because oh, I've yeah. known them, I've seen them, um, and I don't agree with that. I if a dad's grilling, um, if he's flipping burgers on the grill, and and there's kids next to him, and one of them's getting bullied or beat up, and he's just kind of laughing like, "Oh, boys, will be boys." No, man, I'm gonna step in and I'm gonna stop the fight. You know. You don't allow them to continue to to bully the other kid or right. put somebody down. Ever. You call right. it out.
1: Yeah. Uh, Richard's just joining. We've had a few people actually going, what, what are you guys talking about? Gillette commercial. Uh, if you're just joining us, Gillette has a new commercial called uh, The Best a Man Can Be. And it's breaking down these stereotypes, if you will, of, of toxic masculinity, It kind of um, the boys will be boys mentality. It's got the boss who's tapping the employee on the butt, or you know, all these different things, and it's like this breakdown of how men should be. And I I I agree with it. Like we we watched the commercial and it was like, okay.
0: I guess I, I yeah. Let me play a little clip from it here. Okay. Bullying.
2: The Me the Too movement against toxic sexual harassment.
3: Masculinity.
1: Is this the best a man can get?
0: Is it? So right now, it's showing, it's showing like uh, bullying, um, bullying through texting, and there's some boys running after another kid.
3: Well A problem we can't hide from it. It's,
0: it's been going on far too long.
1: We can't laugh it off.
3: Who's the daddy?
2: <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say.
1: Making the same old excuses.
0: Originally. Yeah, it's about a minute and a half. But you guys should watch the video and chime in. Let us know how it made. How, how did it make you feel? Did you get triggered by it? Were you upset <laughs> oh, because it gosh. looks like most I people just hate that word. I'm just most tr- people so
1: triggered right Dude. now. Yeah, are you triggered, bro? Oh, I was so triggered.
0: You feeling rowdy? People that
1: say triggered trigger me. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> feeling triggered. That
1: commercial just triggered me.
0: Dude, okay. why are you triggered right now? Because I did I trigger you? You triggered me, bro.
1: Uh, triggered me by saying
0: triggered. 626,000 people disliked the video. Um, 247,000 liked the video.
1: See, and here's where I don't understand things. I remember the star chimed in and said, notice the commercial, white men did the bad things. Men of color did the right thing. So what they're saying is white men are bad. <laughs> I'm going, I hope you're joking. Wow. Because the dad who was holding his son's hand and rushing across the street to stop the kids from like beating up the other kid yeah. was a white dude. Like, listen, Bill Peterson, (laughs) stop looking for things where they are not.
0: (laughs) Uh, This guy said, I'll shave with a sharpened spoon before I buy a product from a company that stigmatizes with such prejudice. (laughs) A lot of people are saying that on the uh, YouTube video. Good morning, Starmy. Hey, so,
2: all right, I have, my patience is lost, or it's very, very short when it comes to, to things like that. As far as like men, because I think in this particular age and era, there's a huge attack on masculinity, especially boys trying to to learn how to be masculine. And I don't think that men are our our generation of men, at least uh, because I believe we're all three about the same age. I think our generation of men are far much better than than the previous two or three generations of men. I think okay. we're more emotional, sympathetic to to uh, to people as far as like you know, women, the the general things. So with that being said, you know, those types of things, you know, I don't really care to to hear them anymore because I know I personally don't you know boys yeah. will be boys type of thing mentality but yeah boys will be boys you know let them go skateboard down the down the hill and, and bang themselves up a little bit or you know put them in MMA let them let them get the wind knocked out of them for a quick second
0: mm. but uh all but right.
2: you know I'm growing out my beard okay. just because of that commercial
0: all right we'll <laughs> see you. thank you
1: but I that's what I was trying to say earlier i think you said did a better job of explaining it it's true i don't know a lot of dudes in my circle, like any dudes that I associate with who are like the patting the girls on the butt being like, yeah, here's another sex joke. And so because of that, when I see that, I'm like, "I." the majority of men I, I know in my life aren't like that because people are chiming in going, well, no, because I understand why you know men are like this, but I agree that maybe that's why there's so many negative comments or negative, not just comments, but like dislikes because... The YouTube generation, for me, are like the teenagers and the Mm 20-somethings. And I know a lot of them, like you said, are sensitive, are in touch with their feelings, are able to talk about it, and so maybe they just don't like the stereotype that that's what men are. Because I think we're doing a pretty good job. I do. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember, like, you ever, (laughs) ever, and I mean this sincerely, ever being like, that's what she said. You know what I mean? Like, when was the last yeah. time?
0: You know? Yeah, but I, I I don't have many friends that are like that, but I do have friends that are like that. That's what so I'm saying. It, they're it, it the is min- out there, but they're for still sure. the
1: minority. Yeah, and it makes it seem like this is this is what men are like, and I'm like, yeah, no. But it might I be. I know a lot of really great dads and really great husbands, and
0: yeah. But growing up, when I when I worked. Other like I worked construction jobs back in my, uh, you know, teens and early twenties, and that's the way it was always on the construction site. Yeah, they were that stereotypical man that would just degrade women. That's like Thirty years ago though, yeah, but it's still like that, man. It really is because the the type of people that I'm friends with. Have that have those jobs are yeah. like that because everybody's like all I'm serious. Workers. I think all of them are like that. No, I'm just stop it. They're not I all hate like it. that. I'm just but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like it, if you work in a a male driven work environment, I think you see that a lot. And I but I think because we work where we work, we don't yeah. really see or hear it a lot. I mean, we work at a church. We work on campus, and I'm not saying that everybody's perfect here. No. But I'm saying it's not the typical work environment for.
1: But I worked in a. I, well, no, I guess it's not typical because I'm thinking like when I worked at Apple. When I, I'd love to hear Adam Apodaca. Mm-hmm. He's he's a. Uh, what wait? What are they called?
0: Uh, um, trash engineer. No,
1: dude, not a trash engineer. <laughs> a, but uh... I mean, that's a very quote masculine job. Right. I'd love his thoughts on this. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text. Well,
0: he's, he's, a, he's definitely not one of those guys. Phone lines are blowing up, man. So hey, go ahead.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. It's Mark in Arizona, who's now
3: in Albuquerque. No All way, right. Mark. Good morning. I am, I am moving back. Ah, oh, dude, I really wish they would have stayed away from the bullying thing because that's. For this generation, that is really hypocritical. When you've got segments on TV where you see celebrities and people read mean tweets, and you see what goes off the Twitterverse, and it's not just dudes who are writing those, quote, bullying tweets, they really should have stayed away from that one. And then the other thing is we live in a generation where people would rather take a cell phone video of a Black Friday fight jungle and watch a fight go down rather than help somebody out. But in the commercial, they're like, oh, look at that. Dudes aren't helping other people out. This is terrible. We should do something about it. Mm. But they're the ones who are doing this stuff themselves, and it's not just guys who are doing this. It's really
1: hypocritical to do that. That's an interesting take, man. man. That's a good thought. That really is. That Stuff really like, is I'm yeah. going to stop Dex it, From watching fail videos Because he is Perpetuating it man
3: man And you guys Are mentioning The workplace thing So I work I work for a corporation And I know I can't Speak for all the industries I can only speak For what I work in um, We actually have A very diverse culture And it's a large corporation um, And we really Really appreciate And embrace A lot of diversity Different colors Different genders um, they even go in places where I wouldn't go as far as the diversity, but that's, that's corporations for you. But they embrace that and they do that. So I also disagree with that as well with, as far as the, the businesses doing that. Yeah, there probably was an age where that was really prominent, but nah, I'm not. We're, we're, definitely, we're definitely coming around in the right direction in that area. So yeah. to me, the video at first, I, I, I kind of had the same sentiment that you had. Where you're, where you're like, yeah, I kind of get it, but the more I process it, yeah, that's full of trash.
0: Right okay. on. Thank you, Mark. Hip, a lot
3: of hypocrisy in that one. Yeah. Glad, Glad you're back
0: thinking. in Albuquerque, bro. Heck yeah,
3: man.
1: Heck yeah. Mama Three Boys chimed in and said, I just finally watched it a few minute, minutes ago, and I'm feeling both sides. I loved it because it's showing some validation that men are not blind and deaf to the things going on with the Me Too movement. I feel that it's important to say that anyone can have room for growth and that we should strive for more. It makes me feel uncomfortable because it does feel that we are stereotyping all men. That we as a society society, are saying all men are terrible. I believe we have far more good men than what society tries to portray. I'm not a fan of the phrase toxic masculinity. Is there an equivalent for women? Again, mom of three boys.
0: That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know.
1: So, somebody says, yes, Dex, you're right in that regard. Go work on the railroad. It's still like that.
0: Mm -hmm. So... No, I mean I've I've most of the other jobs that I have had in my life where I was working with a lot of men, it was very it was the stereotypical man where they talked about inappropriate things all the time. I I remember just feeling super uncomfortable a lot of times. Even in my early 20s or teens, feeling like I had to kind of laugh because everybody else was laughing. But in on the inside, I'm like, gosh, man, it ugh gross. I, I'm, Man. I don't like this.
1: On the flip side, though, we've had an Air Force jet mechanic chime in saying that works with all masculine men and uh, not, not one guy with that type of personality. Another home builder that chimed in saying I'm the only female on the job site every morning and all of the so- subcontractors or reps I encounter are very respectful and professional. That's good. So it's not like that everywhere. Good.
0: That's, that's good. Alright, chime in if you haven't watched the uh, commercial yet. We're talking about the Gillette commercial that released. It's gone viral, and uh, it seems like more people are uh, disliking it than liking it over... you know, I, I thought it was pretty encouraging and positive when I watched it. I mean, it was really just kind of showing how men should be, you know, uh, in calling out all of the other, uh, you know, types of uh, men out there that are bullying or, you know, they're, they're getting busted for sexual harassment because we have... The hashtag MeToo movement that was a big thing last year, right? Look yeah. at all these people that got busted and called out finally. So I feel like we're on the right track. But watch it and chime in. Let us know your thoughts. We're on YouTube Live at Star88FM. We'll be right back. The Morning Invasion with Dex and Sibo. Talking about Gillette's new commercial that addresses toxic masculinity. A lot of people have watched it. You're chiming in. And if you haven't seen the commercial, because, uh, you know, it, it's it's why. The question is, okay, why are people freaking out over it? Because in the commercial, it's addressing um how men are, okay? Because Gillette Razors, their big, big phrase, their big tagline has always been the best a man can get. Yeah. So they asked the question in the video, is this the best a man can get, and it's a lot of clips. It's about a minute and a half, 90-second video of them addressing things like bullying and mansplaining sexual harassment, and then they go on to say, we can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Um, And so a lot of people are disliking. A lot of people are really upset over this video because they feel like it's making – uh, or basically calling out the vast majority of Gillette's customers or men in general um that we are the ones that are engaging in rape and abuse and bullying and so yeah. we're being told to shape up yeah and no one wants to be treated like and to
1: shave up am I right yeah okay. exactly
0: yeah <clears throat> um nobody wants to to be treated like an accused you know rapist or bully or you know just put in that light so that's why a lot of men are freaking out over it, because they, it makes them feel like, wow. We're all, this is all we what, are. Really, Gillette? Yeah. Okay. And Steve, when I watched the video, I personally didn't feel that way. I just automatically... I the commercial. We watched it, and we said the same thing. Well, I didn't feel like it was calling all men. I feel like it was calling out all of those men out there that are that way. Like, here, get the message, guys. Here's Here's how a real man acts and treats... Another human being, not just a woman or just another person, another human being or a child. So a lot of people are chiming in. What are they saying? Uh, let's
1: see. <laughs> Man, uh, for everyone saying that men aren't like this, we are doing a good job. Well, then why the Deliver Fund? Why the juggernaut that is the pornography industry? Why do Carl's Jr. and others sell their products by making commercials featuring bikini gals? Why the UFC girls? Why the NFL cheerleaders that are only there for eye candy? Why is mm, the president's uh, s- phrase that you mentioned off air that I can't even repeat, obviously? Mm-hmm. Um, norm- Why is this normal locker room talk? Let's not pretend it's not still a problem just because the men in our circles are better doesn't mean there's not still a ton of work to do. That's from Crucis Mike, by the way. All right. So, Yeah, I think the part of the, the problem with that is uh, saying that that's just that's just dudes. Are you kidding me? We were talking about the pornography industry and the numbers as far as like men and women. And let's not get it twisted. There are many women who still have lust issues who still struggle with pornography. I understand what you're saying, but I I think that's it. We're pigeonholing like, well, this is a man thing and this is a female thing. And I'm saying no, it is a sin thing. It is a human thing. So yeah. Phone lines are jammed. I want to call Adam here, but... Good yeah. morning.
4: Good morning. Hey, I got something to say about
1: this. Oh, no. Oh, bill
0: Peterson, everybody.
4: You no, know, you know, don't take the approach.
0: Oh,
4: <laughs> oh no, this bill he's going to be all anti... Hey. Wow. How many people... Okay, number number one, how yeah. many people are talking about chick Razors today?
1: They're, they're still a brand? <laughs>
4: right? Exactly. How many people are talking about Dollar Shave Club? Nobody. Yeah. So, think about it. This is a capitalist country, and whether they like it or not, it's are no, a capitalist on. organization, yeah. corporation. They spent millions of dollars to put together this ad campaign. Mm-hmm. Do you, why, do you, why do they put together ad campaigns? To send a message or to sell product? Yeah. They're doing this to sell product. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about Gillette right now. So, kudos to Gillette. That was brilliant. Now. Yeah redefining the word masculinity that i have a problem with it's nothing wrong with being masculine right and the problem is is they're they're tying masculinity into the pig-headed pervert out there who who all his life has picked on women i think we are far far better now than we have been in the last you know, in the last century or whatever. And we you know, because you've been changed here the, the for culture. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, and that's, I'm telling you, back in the 70s, I, uh, there were times, <laughs> there were times not where I was a pig, my co-workers were pigs, and I was treated by women in the same way. I mean, it was just as bad both ways, both sides of the street. The thing is, is, a Christian man is the example of true masculinity if he's refraining from sin. I mean, we have the Bible as a guide to be what masculinity means. I mean, God created men to be stimulated through our eyes. God created women to be stimulated through their brains. You're never going to be able to change that. That's in our DNA. It's who we are, and we are stimulated visually. So Even though they'll come out with all these ad campaigns and everything, they're still going to use sex in advertising Mm. to sell because guys are stimulated that way. You're never going to get rid of the cheerleaders. Cheerleaders will always be there. That's the thing. What do we do? If we're going to redefine masculinity, let's redefine it in a positive way in a way that doesn't demean
0: men for being men. I like what you're saying, Bill. Well,
1: and and, it it makes sense, and I'm glad you called because you still, as a man, are one of the more sensitive dudes I know, and I don't mean that negatively, but I'm sure some people will take that as a negative because... You know, Somebody chimed in and said, commercial doesn't seem like toxic masculinity to me because an example of toxic masculinity is when a man is told to man up, to be strong, to not cry when he has every reason to do so, like going through a divorce or losing a loved one, and yet we're told to man up. And so I do think toxic masculinity is way more than just like letting boys fight in the backyard or whatever it may be. Because as somebody who has been that like sensitive dude, I hate it when you're told to like, Man up in this regard, or this is what a man is. So, at, period. The end. I don't like when they pigeonhole what a man should be. Period. The end. Like but, I, I just don't okay, like it. Okay,
4: okay. Let me give you. Let me give you an example. Uh, your boys, you know like uh, Luke plays baseball. Yeah. So my boys grew up playing baseball. If you get hit by a pitch, it was always a joke. Don't rub we it. We got ice because it shows your be- you. Oh wow! Just don't yeah. rub it. Don't rub it because you're a baby if you, if yeah, you do. Yeah. And, you know, take the pain and man up.
1: Yeah.
4: Is there anything wrong with that?
3: Mm. It's,
4: it's that kind of, is, is there anything wrong with that to, to, for a fellow man to say to a fellow man, stop being a baby about it, man up, and grow up? No,
0: I don't think There's so. There's nothing wrong with that.
4: The problem is, is, is this kind of message that they're sending clumps all of that idea yeah. into a negative. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with guys encouraging other guys to stop being babies. There's, yeah. there's another word I want to use, but I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to use it because that is no longer acceptable.
0: There you go. All right, Bill. Thank you for chiming in. Love you, man. Okay, I'm done. Bye. No, you're good. All right, get Adam on the phone. Our friend Dude, Adam. I know,
1: right? The phone lines are jammed. I'm trying
0: to... You know, and i got to say real quick, Bill Peterson... And I'm being very sincere and serious about this. He yeah. is, like, the definition, I believe, as, like, a real man. Yeah. Like, he's such a great yeah. great dude. Caring father. He really is. He's very sensitive, too, guys. He's very sensitive. <laughs> Adam!
5: Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, hey, buddy. dude,
0: welcome to the show.
5: <laughs> what are we, uh, I was listening a little bit there, but I, I saw the Gillette commercial. Okay. Um, I think actually, though, so I don't know if you guys saw an article that was posted before the Gillette commercial came out, which I think is inspired by it. So the American Psychological Association, did you guys see the article that they posted? We
0: haven't. No, I haven't seen that.
5: Okay, Okay, so they, they did. This is supposed to be based on empirical research from psychologists, and essentially what they've said, or some of them have claimed to have deduced from the evidence, the scientific literature, let's say, that that, let's, how did they phrase it? I think the phrase was traditional masculinity is toxic. Okay. Okay, so this is coming from quote-unquote scientists, social scientists, okay, psychological literature, um, which I think has sparked this, I would say that they're directly correlated the Gillette commercial and the American psychological printing of this toxic masculinity. Yeah. But so there's some issues with it as far as you got to dig deeper into the topic. Okay. One of the things that most people don't realize is that the social science literature and the social scientists in general are dominated by women. And so this isn't, this isn't my opinion. You could read, there's a guy by the name of Jonathan Haidt who has basically done research into the social scientist community and found out that there basically are no male social scientists. And then furthermore, there are no conservative social scientists. Hmm. So this, this literature, this idea is dominated by left- leaning women. Hmm. So again, this isn't my opinion. Right, right, right. You can go look at you can right. go look at the data for yourself. Jonathan Haidt's a great resource for it. Hmm. But the issue of let's say toxic masculinity, well, when we say that term, we're assuming a lot of things. And embedded in that assumption is this universal idea of right behavior, right? So, like, for example, if I told you to define toxic masculinity, what would you say?
1: Uh, man, I, I immediately thought personally, I immediately thought of dudes taking advantage of women, um, using their strength, their status, uh, maybe in in a job to impose upon women, uh, either sexually or even, yeah. Anyway. But, but also
0: I'm sitting here thinking too, Adam, and, uh, yeah, I what mean, was
1: your th- immediately thought? Thought of well, toxic I'm not. Masculinity.
0: I'm not. I'm. I didn't go where Steve O went. Right. I think it can come down even to a more basic level that uh, some people wouldn't think, but I feel like it's still out there, especially with mm-hmm. men because I see it a lot. For example, Adam, I mean you. You have a son who just cut his hair. Mm. He had long hair, and I can. Right. I I bet you you've had many men approach your son or y- even you and say. Dude, that boy needs to cut his hair. Yeah, like I feel like sure. that's like to- that that could be toxic masculinity as well. Yeah. It's like why does that boy have to sure. cut his hair? He doesn't have to cut his hair. Yeah. If he wants to have long hair. Sure. He can have long hair. But there's, there's these macho men who're like, he can't have long hair. He needs to cut his hair. Yeah, you know. So I think it's sure. like that could be toxic masculinity as well. Yeah.
5: Okay. Okay. So let's 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 parse these things out real quick. Yeah. So let's say that. Within your definition of masculinity, so we're sort of just having a, having a thought experiment here. What, but can females engage in that kind of behavior that both of you just described? Yes. yes. Okay, so then it's not, it, it's, not, it's not reserved for toxic masculinity. Right. See? So that's, that's the issue that I'm saying. Okay, embedded in the term toxic masculinity is a universal assumption of universal behavior. But we have to agree then, how should people treat each other? So it's not reserved for men. It's, there's also toxic femininity, mm. right? Yeah, if right. there's toxic masculinity, then there has to be toxic femininity. And if there's both of those, then there's just something called toxic humanity, or let's use the religious language, sin. Yeah. Right? There's no yeah. difference here. Right. What you're doing is you're playing a language game, That isn't beneficial because so like let's let's use the example of my son with his hair. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a there's a reason why, culturally speaking, there's a reason why men are looking at my son and telling him or any any because they got it from women too, and they're looking at him and they think he's a girl. So culture, like think of culture as there's two parts of culture. There's a tyrannical aspect of culture. That's trying to push you into an image, right? Cause we're all individuals, right? Yeah. But individuals exist within a community and a community has to be somewhat harmonious. We have to, we can't be all individuals per se. We also have to live within a community. And you see this within, let's look at a microcosm of that would be your marriage. You're not just an individual in your marriage. You're also a father, You're also a a husband. You're also a a, a radio host. You have a job. So look, you take on these different roles within your individuality. Culture plays two roles. There's a tyrannical aspect where it's trying to suck out your individuality, let's say. right? It's trying to conform you to the image of the masses or the norm. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's this other part of culture that's telling you to be yourself, to let the individual thrive. Well, we're focusing on one aspect of culture, which is the culture that is basically inhibiting the individual from being only an individual, does that, does that make sense, my line of thought? Oh no, no I,
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Here's why I wanted okay. to call okay. you. No, let him finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on, because I, I have a question for you, Adam, but go on if you have... If no, no.
5: You. so essentially, that's kind of the way I look at it. When you say toxic masculinity, all we're talking about is sinful behavior. Mm-hmm. And then you ask the question, though, okay, like, this stems, like I said, I think it's deeper, though. You have to look underneath the layers. This this, this phrase comes from the social science literature that is dominated by left-leaning women. This is a fact. Now, if left-leaning women have been taken advantage of by men, which I'm sure they have, they're going to have a bias towards masculinity. It's, it's not that hard to see that, and I can see through that. So, look... Immanuel Kant had a great idea, and he said, act in such a way where what you do becomes a universal axiom, or in plain language, Kant said, every behavior that you do should be universalized, well, everybody else can do that behavior too, and you can live within this reciprocity of, 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 how would you say? You can live within this idea of a relationship right. because a relationship has to have two things, trust and reciprocity, or else it doesn't work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah, what was, what, was, what was your question?
0: Well, my kids, going back to the commercial, the Gillette commercial, the slogan that, that I feel like they are playing off of is the best a man can get. So I get I get why it's both sides and women do it too. But just playing off of that phrase, the best a man can get—that's what they're addressing—is yes, men. If we're going to say that this is the best a man can get, then why is it that you get like you get all these other people out there that are saying, "Well, women do it too." Well, they're not addressing that. And if they put women doing the things that men do, it wouldn't really
1: make sense. But the conversation is is what adam was saying was we're basically using language right and pronouns to in essence divide when it breaks it down to to the very core of it is sin and so it's not a man thing it's not a woman thing it is a sin thing because you're right people are right. chiming in there are people chiming in saying uh, like mad at us adam for talking about this because yep. basically um <laughs> it's true that there are toxic things in both men and women but why is it? Why is this commercial bothering us so much? And I want to go back to the fact that originally, when I watched the commercial, and what we said was the commercial does not bother me, but I understand why there is a divide. And so, literally, we're just breaking down right. why there is a divide. No one's angry at Gillette in this room. Like, no, no, but I,
5: but I think it's deeper. Like, and that's what it's I'm saying. Much like, deeper. If you don't, if if you don't look at the research, and this is this is another. There's a narrative going on in culture, particularly. I would say within within the the, there's a masculine feminine narrative where we're at war with each other. Mm -hmm. And there's this narrative that men, the, the, the meta narrative of our political culture is that men and women are fundamentally at odds with each other. Men have oppressed women for hundreds of thousands of years. And now now that women have the, let's say, freedom. Now, now this is you're basically men, you're getting what has come to you because you've been suppressing women for thousands of years. Right. And to me, that narrative just is not true. Mm. It's not a true narrative. And I think that this is what stems from that narrative. So yeah, if you just look at the Gillette commercial without doing some of the other research, then yeah, fair enough. Why are you outraged about it? But like I said, it's deeper than that. The Gillette commercial yeah. comes out of that article, that that psychological research done by the American Psychological Association.
0: Yeah. yeah. Would you yeah. say, too, so, would, do you think that more women buy these, these razors oh. for their husbands than husbands buy these razors? So in a way, it's almost like you're saying uh, uh, the left-leaning woman is responsible for this ad campaign, and it's— I feel like, you know, because some women are chiming in that loved the video, and there are some women that didn't agree with it as well, but the mass majority, I think, if a woman saw this video, I would think that they would be all about it, and they would probably want to buy the razors for their men, because who's buying the stuff at, you know, when they go shopping, you know? Majority sure, true. is the There's a capitalistic
5: the consumer sure. element to it, too, because... Sure, I mean women, I mean the data, and you look at the data on on let's say consumer or consumption, mm-hmm. women make the decision when it comes to consumption right. because they're the one doing most of the shopping. Right. Yeah. So, yes, to that degree. Yeah, you're 100% correct and Gillette's not stupid. Right. They pay they pay a lot of money for advertisers to influence. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean there's there's also that element to it too, like we can't forget. Again, this thing is multi-layered, right? It's multifaceted. So, you yeah. have to kind of look at you have to parse out each individual thing to sort of get the full picture.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, right? Yeah. It's so interesting but, what people uh, what people <laughs> gravitate to, because as we're talking about this, there are some that believe that we're angry because we are critiquing the commercial because it's attacking men and therefore us as men can't handle the critique. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like one person truly said this guy clearly doesn't understand women. We love masculine men. We don't love emotionally repressed men. Uh, Somebody else chimed in saying, you know, I'm not calling you guys out. I am a dude, but I'm calling out dudes in general. I find that we don't take critique very well. So when it hits us, we do everything we can to throw it away. And Mm. I would also argue that we're not throwing anything (laughs) away because for those that don't know Adam or don't know myself or don't know Dex, man, I, I would fire back that We are the very, one, godly, two, manly fathers and husbands who are doing things and changing things and not just having conversations about it, but acting upon it and raising our sons in a way that they break this stereotype. So while, while we're having a conversation about it right now, that's not, quote, all we're doing about it but it is our job right now on the radio to have a conversation about it so
5: right uh, well how do you how do you come to the how do you come to a consensus of truth right well we have to talk it out and as yes. we talk it out yeah no doubt we're going to stumble our way through it so yeah. hey we might say some things that people disagree with or yeah. might deem offensive right yeah. but the other issue too is like you have to understand like these things are complicated and, and another issue, like there's an interesting, I'll say this cause this, this dovetails with it. Okay. There was an article produced that talked about women, what women find attractive in men. Okay. And because women said one thing, but then how they acted was something else. Mm. So they were saying that women tend to say, that they would find, or they would be more intimate with their spouses, their men spouses, if men did more things around the house. Okay, so if if men did more, let's say, I'll use a quote that might be offensive, more traditional, feminine things such as washing dishes, vacuuming, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Right? Women said that they would pop, they would be more intimate with their men. Or they would find their men more attractive if they did those sort of things. But guess what? They didn't. Right. In fact, when they saw men doing traditional masculine things, such as fixing a car or, you know, doing some landscaping around the house, then they found those men more attractive. So here's 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 the way you have to look at it. And people tend to think about this. You have two sides of the aisle here. You have the social constructionist theory, which is basically this. That, oh, culture has just basically arbitrarily picked out things of the sexes that they do. For example, our culture just arbitrarily picked that men are, are, are going are gonna to be the athletes. Or men are going to work on the cars. Or men are going to join the military. It's just an arbitrary choice of culture. Mm. So, but then, so there's that, there's that theory. And then there's also the biological theory. And if you think about it from a historical standpoint, you have to understand that the reason why men fall into traditional masculine roles and women fall into traditional feminine roles is because mostly due to the fact of our biology. Mm
1: -hmm. Our physiology, like the way we're made up.
5: The birth control pill wasn't invented until the 1960s. That revolutionized our culture like you wouldn't believe Before that, I think it was in the 1940s or 50s. I could be wrong here. The invention of tampons came out. Mm. And then toilet paper. And then basically the plumbing that we see around. This revolutionized culture in our society for women.
0: We've got about 30 seconds, Adam. Sorry.
5: Okay, so here's the point. if, If women bore the brunt of housekeeping because it made the most biological sense... It's not a social constructionist idea we didn't men aren't oppressing women in that sense doesn't mean that men aren't oppressive that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is that our society takes its roles usually based on our biology and you can like i'm not making this stuff up you can read literature on it they, they've studied this stuff There's 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 a large amount of literature on it, and that's why I said it's a complicated conversation. and that's why we had you chime in because
0: we know you you're the guy who reads a lot and has also. When are we
1: starting our podcast? Because I really want to do that, and I'm not just saying that on the radio. I'm being totally serious. We should talk soon.
5: (laughs) Yeah, man. All right, Adam. Love you. Yeah, man. Let me know. Great. Thanks for the call, guys. All All right, love
0: you, man. Man, he had a lot to say, man. There's a lot to talk about there, but we have to go to break. We do. A lot of people chiming in, talking about this Gillette commercial that's, uh, you know, it's, it's divided. Pretty divided. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Let us know how you feel. We're on YouTube Live at Star 88 FM. We'll be right back. Hang out.